My name is Ashlyn, and I have lived in California for most of my life until now. And I'm glad I got out of there. Growing up there wasn't exactly ideal, and I didn't have the best relationship with my parents either. I pretty much dreaded coming home from school every day. I would like to share a series of strange events that happened to me when I was growing up. I was about five years old when the first event occurred, back when I used to play with a flashlight in the dark without a care in the world. However, on this night, when I pointed my flashlight at the wall beside my bed, I saw something horrific. There was a shadowy figure standing in the doorway. Naturally, I immediately aimed my light toward the figure, but the light was not able to illuminate it, and I didn't understand. As I lowered my beam, I could see the figure's rough outline. It seemed to have a hunchback. It suddenly began moving towards me. It limped on one leg as it moved closer. I was absolutely terrified. Seeing this thing as an adult would be scary, but as a kid, I didn't know how to process it. The last thing I remember doing was turning off the flashlight and running into my parents' room. I still don't know how I made it past the hunchback terror. Of course, my mom didn't believe me, and even as a kid, I knew that I couldn't go to my parents with stuff like this. It would just cause me more problems. A few years later, I was in middle school, and I was having a sleepover at my place with a friend. We went to the garage to grab some soda after playing some video games. It was late, so it was dark. Once we entered, I sensed something watching us. I think we should get out of here. My friend could also feel the unwelcomed presence. We quickly grabbed the sodas out of the freezer and were about to exit the garage. I pointed my flashlight near some mattresses that were leaning against the wall to the left. We saw something quickly duck behind the mattresses to avoid the light. We immediately shut the door and sat back down in the living room. What the fuck did we just see? I looked over to the clock. It was exactly 3.02 a.m. The last encounter was a week after my grandmother passed away. She lived with us at the time. I remembered that I couldn't sleep that night, so I went to the living room to use the computer and chat online. After a while, I heard a door open. I assumed that it was just my mom or dad using the bathroom. Fifteen minutes later, I got that strange feeling, the same feeling I felt the night my friend slept over. I got up and walked past the kitchen and dining room table and peeked into my grandmother's room, which connected to the hallway. The door was slightly open. A dreadful feeling formed in the pit of my stomach. Something told me that if I didn't close that door, something terrible would happen to me. So I quietly walked down the hallway to my grandmother's room. The tension was so high that I practically jumped out of my skin as I quickly closed the door. I made it back to the living room, where I stayed until the sun came up. I'm so glad that I got out of that house, and I'm now living with my boyfriend. Who knows what would have happened to me if I had stayed there.
This story took place during my senior year of high school. I'm 22 now, and I still remember this very clearly. I am a firm believer in the paranormal. I've had quite a few experiences over the years, which I may share some other time. My life during high school was very typical. However, I had a great group of friends to pass the time with. Two of my group are involved in this story. I'll call them Jacob and Daniel. By the luck of the draw, we three often had multiple classes together. Jacob and I had similar career paths. So during senior year, we went to a prep school after the first three classes of regular high school. We were studying the early stages of medicine. Jacob, Daniel, and I were the stoners of the group, and we would smoke almost every day, often during the hour and a half break we had between schools, and sometimes after class or on the weekends. I'm not trying to glorify marijuana, though recreational use is now legal in my state. I often compare it to alcohol, both have their pros and cons. But even though we were stoners, we always made it a priority to maintain good grades. We usually had two spots where we would chill out. However, we decided to change it up on one Friday night. I offered a location that would keep us well hidden. At the time of the story, weed was still illegal. The place that I had in mind would be dark and secluded. So we could just chill out for a while and then go home and play Xbox like usual. The location in question was my old elementary school, which was situated in the middle of my neighborhood. Looking back, it wasn't the best idea. As it was only 8pm, and my community was full of young families, so it was usually pretty active. On top of that, the police would often patrol my neighborhood at night to add an extra sense of protection. Against my better judgment, we went anyway. Daniel and Jacob picked me up, and we drove over to the school. We planned on having our spot be at the school's playground at the far end of a very big field adjacent to the main building. As we stepped onto the school grounds, I noticed the faint sound of children laughing. <laughs> I saw no movement at the end of the field where we were heading, so I brushed it off. Again, my neighborhood is very active. Some kids may have been somewhere close by playing outside. Jacob fell a little bit behind us because he had been texting his girlfriend and slowed his pace. Daniel and I continued to head towards the playground while talking about our day and whatnot. It wasn't until we got about halfway across the field that I noticed a white figure sitting on a bench near the playground. At first, I thought it was just a coyote, which was common in my neighborhood, but they usually avoided people. Daniel noticed it too. But we kept walking. Once we were about 100 feet from the playground, I noticed the white figure didn't look normal. It had a transparent quality, perhaps something that you would see at a Halloween store. The figure then turned its head and looked directly at us. Daniel and I froze. The thing then proceeded to rise up off the bench and levitate towards us. Oh, fuck no. We wasted no time and got the hell out of there. Jacob was still about 20 feet behind us and noticed us taking off. He followed, asking us why we were running. 
We didn't stop or even look back until we got into Daniel's car and drove down the street. I know what you're thinking. Oh, you guys were just high, and it was probably nothing. But we were still sober at the time. We had taken a week off from smoking in preparation for some very important exams. Afterward, the three of us had a good laugh, as the thrill of it all was kind of fun in a way. However, Jacob had the bright idea that we should go back, to which we agreed against our better judgment. We took a different route to the playground, walking next to the school building itself. We got to the edge of the main building that overlooked the dark field. Jacob halted and gave us the motion to stop as well. Shh, I think I hear something. We sat there listening. We didn't see anything. But we soon heard the sound of footsteps running through the grass towards us. We once again booked it out of there. We decided to find a different spot. When Daniel began to drive away from the school, I looked back to see the white figure hovering next to the sidewalk that led up to the school. Daniel passed away in a car accident a few months after this happened. Jacob and I are still very good friends to this day. Whenever we talk about our late friend and remember the good times we had, we always find ourselves talking about that ghostly figure we saw in the field that night. While I was in high school, I had a really awesome job working security at a cemetery that was only a couple of miles away from my house. It was a great job while in high school, since it paid slightly more than minimum wage. However, I had to work the graveyard shift on the weekends. At first, I didn't mind the late shift since I never saw anyone after we closed. But also, I got to stay in my truck and listen to the radio. The biggest and most important thing about all of this was at the time, I didn't believe in ghosts. The job was great for me since I got paid hourly to basically do nothing. However, my enthusiasm for my job slowly dissipated as a couple of events that I can't explain occurred, slowly turning me into a believer. The first thing that happened that I thought was really strange was this odd mist that would only come in during the nighttime. This made shining my flashlight around the dark cemetery all the more difficult. I wrote off the mist as just being the cold weather during the night, a rather simple explanation. There were parts of the graveyard that I would avoid at night, not that I was afraid or anything, but mainly because my radio didn't get that great of reception. It would seem I would always get a blend of two stations around this one tombstone which I always thought was weird. It would be the only part of the graveyard that would do it. On the tombstone was the death date, June 6th, 2006. Or in other words, 666. I am not a superstitious person, but I always thought that was weird. The next thing that I noticed that I thought was weird were the lights. When I'm saying lights, I'm not referring to the lampposts inside the cemetery. I'm referring to actual lights that floated and hovered around the cemetery. At first, I thought they were these lightning bugs, but 
Typically, those give off a greenish-yellow glow for a few seconds. These lights that I would sometimes see were white. Rather than dissipating after a few seconds, they lasted for a couple of minutes and moved very slowly. I wrote off this experience as a mixture between the mist that hovered in the graveyard and the passing cars that would sometimes pass by the cemetery throughout the night. This explanation didn't really hold up considering not that many cars drove by that late at night. The lights didn't scare me, they just made me uneasy. It was as if the alleged spirits of the graveyard were reminding me that I wasn't alone. The things that did scare me were the shadow people. I remember seeing my first shadow person. I thought that someone had broken into the cemetery. At this point in my security career, I didn't believe in the paranormal. Because of this, the only reasonable explanation that I could come up with was someone had broken in and that I needed to find them. I left my truck and chased after them, but I obviously ended up empty-handed, as well as a good distance away from my truck that I originally wanted to be. On my long and lonesome walk back from my frivolous pursuit, I thought I heard whispering all around me. Normally I would write this off as the wind in the trees, but I heard actual words, as well as my name, my full name. This obviously bothered me, and I spent the rest of the evening inside my truck. There was another time I was doing a patrol while I remained inside the safety of my truck while listening to the radio. I was disoriented with all the mist and I hadn't realized I was near the 666 tombstone and my radio went on the frets. Instead of the normally merging the two radio stations, I heard something very deep and growling coming from my radio. It told me the exact day I would die in a very demonic voice. This event wasn't nearly as scary, but a part of me is quite curious to see if this would be correct. Granted, this experience was probably just someone fooling around on the radio late at night, but you better believe me when I tell you I have the exact date written down, just in case. Hey everybody, Uncle Unit here, and thanks for watching. I'd like to give a shout out to Entropic Society for joining me in this installment of Paranormal Stories. If you guys want to hear more creepy stories on a wide variety of different topics, check out his channel. A link will be in the description. Also, don't forget that if you have a creepy experience that you'd like to share on this channel, please send it to the email that you see on screen now. And with that, I hope you have a great weekend, and I'll see you in the next video. Until then... Never forget.